The next one is make author friends. And that takes stepping out. Greetings, apreneurs. Welcome to the Authorpreneur Secrets Podcast, the show that uncovers the secrets to win with books beyond book sales and dominate authorpreneurship. Through exclusive author interviews, stories, and must-have resources, you will discover some of the secrets and strategies to thrive with books and generate lasting income. I invite you to become an Authorpreneur Ambassador and join me in my mission to raise up 10,000 Caribbean authorpreneurs by 2030. Spread the word about the podcast and encourage more people to increase their impact and income with books beyond book sales. To get started, visit entrepreneursecrets.com forward slash resources and download all the resources that you need to become a winning entrepreneur. Without further ado, let's get into the show. It's episode 103 of the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, C. Ruth Taylor. And on today's show, we are going to be mostly doing an interview so that you can be inspired and gain some strategies and some encouragement on your author journey. We'll be having a delightful talk with author Dale Mahfoud, a Jamaican living in the diaspora, who recently published a book called when Trees Fall. It's a historical fiction, and he's going to talk to us about that, as well as his own exploits into the entrepreneurship space. I'm also going to be updating you briefly on my own entrepreneurship journey, and also sharing a resource with you that Dale mentions in his interview that will help you to build your author platform and grow your entrepreneurship business. So stay tuned. Hi, I'm Henneke Wodkis, sporter, speaker, coach, author of Podcast Power, and the host of the Entrepreneurial You Podcast, inviting you to listen to the Entrepreneur Secrets Podcast, brought to you by C. Ruth Taylor, best-selling in the author and the Caribbean's most trusted voice on entrepreneurship. Get ready to dominate entrepreneurship. All right. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast, Henika was the one who helped me to start my podcast and we did a one day training. And in no time, I was able to start my podcast. So you can go to HenikaWatkisPorter.com and check out what she has to offer and she will help you to build a podcast. She has interviewed amazing persons like Les Brown, Lisa Nichols, Richard Branson and uh, Seth Golding and others. And uh, I'm sure she'll be able to help you. All right. In terms of my own entrepreneurship ventures, I am thinking about doing something on my birthday, something light so I can still <laughs> relax. I am thinking of using my books to start a new community that will cater to healing of the brokenhearted. And I want to start with the book Unshackled Queen. So I write two types of books. I have books for authors that help them to write and publish books. And I also have personal development books 
to help persons chart their healing journeys, discover their purpose, and walk in their greatness. And so, in fact, I have about six books in what I call Embracing Destiny series, starting with Unshackled Queen, which is from heartbreak to wholeness. And so I am thinking of launching a new community and starting a new YouTube channel, which would be a sister channel to this one. So I'll tell you more about that in the weeks to come. But tied to that is the book club on Patreon. So if you join the Entrepreneur Secrets book club on Patreon, then you will already have access to the books that we'll be using in this mentorship program in this community that I'm calling my community for unshackled queens. <laughs> and so I'm looking forward to building this new community. I remember when I just started the authorship journey and I was kind of like struggling with it. I remember God saying to me that my books are trees and also that the, the, the leaves are for the healing of the nations. And so this new community is about healing. I always say to authors, sometimes when they are fearful of stepping out, that someone's deliverance is tied to your book. And I believe that the books that we will go through and the teachings from these books, along with biblical uh, transformational principles and teachings, because I'll be doing both on this channel, that they will help in your healing journey and help you to walk in your greatness so you can fulfill the potential and purpose that God has you on earth for. And so that would be the latest in my entrepreneurship venture. Now, the resource that will help you on your author journey to grow your following and to, and to build your own tribe is Book Funnel. Through Book Funnel, you can sell books direct. You can use Book Funnel to deliver your freebies or your free book chapters that you're giving away to, to grow your audience. And they will take care of the heavy lifting for you if you want books to be sent to folks and maybe folks are having problems accessing the books. Book Funnel will sort out all of that for you. So when you want to send advanced reader copies, when you want to set up your street team, your book launch team, you could consider using Book Funnel to deliver the materials that you want in terms of the, the free chapters or your short stories. And you can use Book Funnels. So I want you to check out Book Funnel. And remember to, on the Entrepreneur Secrets website, Entrepreneur Secrets slash resources, I have a number of free resources there to help you to write and to monetize your book. So the ebook and the audiobook, The Rocket Writer, they are there and you can go and listen. You can download The Rocket Writer, How to Write a Nonfiction Book in 24 Hours. And the book Penny to Win, which is going beyond book sales, which breaks down the process of how you could develop 30 plus income stream from your book and how you can manage your finances. So Penny to Win, the audio is there for free. And of course, Entrepreneur Secrets is there for you to buy it. And there are courses that are there. 
And if you're a member of the Patreon group, of course, you would get either a 5% discount or a 10% discount based on your membership level. So I want you to go to entrepreneursecrets.com slash resources to get some useful resources to help you on your writing and publishing journey and your author entrepreneurship journey. Remember, for us, entrepreneurship is not just starting a business, but we're saying that your book is not just a product to sell, but a platform for transformation and a platform that you can use to increase your both your impact and your income beyond just selling the books. All right, so it's now time for our interview with Dale Mafood. He is the author of a book called When Trees Fall, and it's the first in the Wood and Water series. It's a historical novel, and it's based on a family saga. He also published the poetic memoir for his mom, and he runs an independent publishing company called Rockstone publishing house. Besides writing and publishing his own work, he has advised other authors on the publishing process from manuscript to market. He graduated from Florida International University with a master's in English, and he has been a teacher of English for over 13 years, both at the secondary and college level. And I am so delighted to have him share in our podcast. Welcome to the show, Dale. Thank you, Ruth. It is my honor to be on the show. I am so happy to have you. I enjoy seeing your posts on Instagram, the books that you love to read. And normally the show interviews more nonfiction authors. So it's good to talk to the fiction authors who are also stepping out into the entrepreneurship um, zone. So it's good to have you. Yes, thank you. All right. So you are in South Florida. I have lots of family and friends in South Florida. What do you miss about Jamaica? Oh, boy. I've been in this. We moved up in uh, like 1977. And I actually didn't go back for 30 years, believe it or not, because I always wanted the opportunity to travel different places. But then when I finally went back, the first thing that hit me was the mountains. And I actually st got choked up and emotional when I saw the mountains. I didn't realize how much I missed the mountains. Um, <clears throat> I, I miss the authentic food. We have good food up here. Actually, if you, if you go to Dutch Pot, Dutch Pot is good, <laughs> little advertisement, but it's not the same. And, of course, I miss the people, although, you know, I think they call South Florida Kingston 21 or something like that. So we we have quite a few of us here, too. But I just miss the the vibe, you know, the loving vibe. I like that because even when I was in South Florida in February uh, for my grand-aunt's funeral, and I struggled with what to bring up because I'm like, this is little Jamaica. <laughs> What do I take that you guys don't have? And as you mentioned the mountains, when we were leaving, my brother said, if you see any mount, that is man-made. Florida is flat. There are no mountains. And I remember also when I returned from Namibia years ago, where we went, because it's mostly desert. And at the time that I went, everything was just brown and dry. And when I was coming home, as the plane was hovering over Jamaica, 
tears came to my eyes and I recorded it in a book called When Trees Talk. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> wild. I didn't know you had a book similar to title as mine. That's wonderful. So I found it very interesting. So your book is When Trees Fall and mine is When Trees Talk. So talk to me from an English teacher to an author. What led you to finally start writing? So, you know, I used to write, uh, well, in high school, I didn't really write much, but I remember two poems I had to write that the teacher put in a little booklet. One of them was an angsty teenage type, you know, poem that I was rebelling, whatever. Another one was about the Rasta, a Rasta man. I had no clue what I was talking about, you know, just Bob Marley and that's it. And then, you know, probably a couple of years after that or so, I became a Christian and I found myself writing a short lyrical songs, Christian songs. And uh, I did that for a while and I still do that from time to time. And then when I went to get my master's, I started taking English courses in poetry and so on. So I found myself writing poetry and really enjoying that. Then eventually, my mother used to tell us stories about her growing up in in Westmoreland. She'd tell us all the time. And one day we're sitting at the dinner table about 13 years ago or so. And she's telling these stories. And I say, you know what? I'm going to write a novel. And everybody said to me, do it, do it. So it took me 13 years, you know, for various reasons. But um, that's what really inspired me to begin writing, uh, you know, prose. And, um, you know, it's her, basically it's her, the seeds of her stories are in the novel. It's very fictionalized. There's a lot of stuff going on, but that's where, where the novel comes from. So we see the love of poetry, which is something we have in common because my first writing stuff was, um, I used to write poems, turn them into cards <laughs> and oh, nice. sell them. And oh. then the poetic memoir. Talk to me about the poetic memoir and then we're going to come back to When Trees Fall. Okay, so here's the poetic memoir. It's my mother's book. She loves it so much. She's 89 now and she's struggling with uh, lung disease. But... Uh, my mother is the type of person, anything she put her hand to, she just do it good. So one day I was starting a poetry club and she said she would join. And that's a whole nother long story that's funny because she's also feisty. And anyway, she wrote a poem called The Wicked City and read it to me. I said, Mother, that's good. And it's about Port Royal. And then what she decided to do was to take the, the tool of poetry and use it for her memoirs and she has just wrote, written a beautiful book i was fortunate to be able to edit it and to get it all you know covered and everything done in a really beautiful style so yeah she loves it she takes it out all the time and reads it you know it's it's a blessing to her i love that and uh as i started i'm not through with when trees fall but I wondered if any of it had to do with <laughs> your history. And so you've actually um, expressed that. Take us a little bit into the novel without giving away too much because we want folks to, to get it. Uh, one of the questions, for example, when I was on Joanna Penn's podcast, she asked about, you know, what do you find in terms of authors in the, the diaspora, what do they write about? And I spoke about the fact that there seemed to be a kind of nostalgia and they seem to weave their culture into their writing. 
And yes. I believe that is exactly what you've done. So talk to us a little bit more about When Trees Fall and uh, who who is the audience for this kind of book? Okay, great. Thank you. By the way, stop me when I talk too much because I can talk forever. About this. <laughs> so the well, first I'll start with the audience. First, you know, when I was writing it, like I said, at the dinner table, I'm going to write a book. First, it was for my family to leave sort of a semi record of what it was like for my mother. And then as I started writing it more, I, I thought to myself, wait a second, this is good for Jamaicans too, because it's preserving some of our history that has long got past, as well as one of my goals with this book, with actually it's going to be a, a series of four books, uh, is to explore the different cultures within Jamaica, the different ethnic cultures. So in this book, you have, you know, a, a British colonial girl, even though her family have been in, in Jamaica for hundreds of years. You have a, a black man who comes from Akampong. You have sort of a mixed race young young boy. And I, I, I kind of exploring those. And then in the, in the next novel, for instance, there'll be a Lebanese character and kind of all the, I'm trying to explore those things and help Jamaicans to get a taste of the different, you know, ethnicities within Jamaica. And then after that, I thought, you know, this could be good for the for a general audience as well um, to be able to realize that J Jamaica is more than beach, reggae, and ganja, <laughs> you know? And again, no problem with the beach or the reggae, and the question is there for the ganja. Yeah, so uh, for a wider audience. But overall, I think... You know, it's interesting even in marketing it. I know this is, you know, bookpreneur uh, place. In marketing, I've found that, uh, that, that people are interested in it. Uh, probably we were like between 25 and 45 and females particularly because I think females tend to want to read sagas and things like that. But I think it relates to a lot of people. I love it because if you've been listening to my podcast or seeing my posts, I talk a lot about preserving our culture. So I have two aims. One is to preserve both Christian heritage and cultural heritage, as well as the economic empowerment and using books as a platform for transformation. So hearing the rationale <clears throat> and what people get out of it, it's learning about the culture. So that is a good push as well to get this book and I can see also you know when we focus on Black History Month or uh, Jamaica Day you could also push this novel as yeah. part of that uh, get acquainted with with our culture and that whole line that you use that we're more than sea and sand so introduce right. more people to the culture I love that so I am a, a Christian as well um, and while I don't consider it a Christian novel, I didn't write it to be a Christian novel. Of course, you know, it comes out of you. So there are a couple places I can think of in there where the characters naturally, the gospel is is brought out in a natural way, you know, because that, that's who I am. But I also explore other, you know, types. I'm, I will explore other types of religions as well. Uh, there's stuff about revivalism in there and that sort of thing. So... I saw that and something that is near and dear to my heart, although I say I'm not through, <laughs> is the exploring the father wound mm -hmm. and how it affects others. So that that is a big theme for me. Mm -hmm. And then seeing it played out 
in this kind of setting. It, it has several themes that you could explore to introduce other readers to the book. And so I like it. So family sagas, plantation, all kind of stuff. It's in there. All right, folks. So I am on Dale's website and it's uh, rockstonepublishinghouse.com or dalemafood.com. And if you're interested in getting When Trees Fall, you can go to the site and you can get, I think it's up to four chapters for free. And he spoke about his mom's poetic memoir. That is also on the site. And what I love about the site, it is so, it is a model for what you need to do. When you go there, for example, you have about writer review and you know authors need reviews and i see that your reviews are picking up you have um 20 something reviews on on amazon and you go in detail to explain how you can leave a review why review matters and i want to applaud you for doing that and that's something i think all of us need to adopt so um if you don't mind us copying you <laughs> Not at all. Not at I, all. I, I want to copy this and, and say to my um, listeners, when you have your author website, include this because reviews is social proof and you can't do some level of promotions and marketing unless you have at least 10 reviews on your website. And I must say, I love the cover. I love the colors and... Uh, I think you have a new fan because I've signed up for more updates and I'm looking forward to uh, what book two will be about. So I want to invite you folks to go and get the book. And I think this week too is also on discount. The ebook is at 0 0.99 cents, right? Yes. yes. And the paperback is nine um, $9.99. You can get it on Amazon. And sure. you're using Book Funnel for your, to deliver yeah. The, the sample chapters and uh, that is a good resource so you are doing you're leading the way and i love it thank you i'm trying <laughs> after listening to about four years of podcasts <clears throat> for two two and three podcasts a week i'm not the expert but i almost feel like i have a phd <laughs> <laughs> but, i yeah. love it i love it and i can see the application it's a simple site it's beautiful the, the the book is just gorgeous and that's what a book should, should should do pull you in so that you want to learn more so we have learned about your authorship journey talk to us because this is the entrepreneur secrets podcast what are your entrepreneurship ventures like Okay, so besides actually writing myself, you know, I find I like when I learn something, I like sharing it. So uh, I've, I've been fortunate enough. There, there was actually I'm a school teacher and there was a young girl in there and she had written a novel and her father also worked at the school. So I was like, what I was able to actually help them walk through the process, find her an editor and, you know, go through that process. I was able to um format her book and then you know just walk him through the whole process till she got it out there you know and then I've done that similar things with other people as well and I find it a joy I have I don't charge for it at this point <laughs> uh, just because I don't have the time to do it 
in such a way that you know I it would warrant uh, charging, but I do enjoy the experience of helping people. So there's that. Uh, my wife edits. Uh, there's a friend of mine that she edited her book, and she said, "You're my editor from now on because you're the I've had other editors, and you're the best editor I've ever had." So we're working on you know building that into into things as well. Um, let me see. The other thing I'm going to be experimenting with is Substack. I'm going to uh, probably later on this month, I'm going to start serializing my, my novel on Substack. You know, a chapter uh, a week, probably. We'll see how that goes. Just to kind of build my, my followship that way. Um, and then the other thing is just networking, believe it or not. Come May, I just bought my ticket to go down to Calabash Literary Festival in in Treasure Beach. I'm excited about that. And mostly just to meet people and network with other authors and see where that leads, you know. I love that. I might have to 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 contact your your wife re-editing because we are expanding our editorial team <laughs> at awesome. Spark. So we look about that. But that sounds exciting. There's something that you didn't mention, which is dear to my heart because I started entrepreneurship and the authorship thing to support missions. And yeah. I, I saw that 10% of the proceeds from When Trees Fall will go to Food for the Poor. And I want to applaud you in that because this is what I'm promoting and why I'm encouraging authors, uh, not just to write and sell the books, but to use the income for a cause and not just the income but to use the book as a platform to highlight causes and missions that are dear to your heart so i really really uh love that and when i saw it my heart was glad That's so, thank you yeah i just you know i mean it's it's the lords everything is the lords and while 10 percent, you know is nothing in a sense uh we want to give back a portion of what he has blessed us with for his kingdom. So I, I hope it, it does some good there, you know? Okay. So as you reflect on the journey and where you are, your journey is still young and we're looking forward to the other books. For the aspiring author who is thinking of writing a historical novel or just writing in general, what advice would you have for them? Well, first, I would say you have to want it. It sounds like an easy thing to do to write a novel or even just to write a non or to write a nonfiction book. I shouldn't say even just because that has its own challenges. Uh, you have to want it because the whole process is not easy. The, the fun part is the first draft. Like I've once heard somebody say, the first draft is for you. Have fun. <laughs> and then the other the other drafts are for the readers. So that's a whole process if you're going to do it properly and you don't want to put out junk, on, you know, for people. Uh, so, yeah. So I'd say, you know, you have to want it uh, because it is challenging. It's rewarding. But if you don't want it bad enough, then you're not going to make it through, you know. Uh, the other thing I'd say is educate yourself, both in craft how to write whatever it is you're writing. And then also on the whole publishing world, whether you're going to get it uh, traditionally published or whether you're going to independently or self, 
self-publish it. You have to know what you're doing. So educate yourself. There's so many amazing podcasts out there. Um, as you know, you and I listen to Joanna Penn's A Creative Pen, and that's a f- my favorite, and that's the one I would recommend first. But there are, are others as well. The next one is Make Author Friends, and that takes stepping out. The way where, where it really opened up for me, my daughter invited me to Clubhouse when it was very young, the app. I found Jamaican authors on there, and they're some of my best author friends know and that has only expanded so it's so important to have that encouragement sometimes i call my friend linda edwards and linda i just tired of this thing man i just want to just throw it away and she's a jamaican too and she's a feisty jamaican you know and she's a come on man just do it do what you have to do so it's you know that's encouraging and then when everything is said and done keep writing now this is the challenge for me because I can get caught up doing Instagram videos and this and that and trying to advertise because sometimes it's easier to do those things than to actually sit down and do the writing. But you have to keep writing. You have to make the time to write. So those are the things I would suggest. I love it. The first draft is for you. <laughs> Thereafter is for the audience and um, keep writing. Just before we go, in the entrepreneurship thing, you mentioned Substack. Some of our listeners may not be familiar with Substack. What is Substack? Okay, great. So Substack was started, I'm not sure how many years ago, just a few years ago, maybe a handful of years ago, uh, by, and it was really created for um, journalist types. Uh, because you know things have gotten so hard in the journalist world so what it is it's a subscription email type model where um you can people subscribe and most people have a free subscription but they also have a paid subscription where they offer more services uh right i don't think i'm going to start with a paid subscription i want to feel out with it feel it out first but it's just a way to get a good quality um whether it's news, uh, one of my favorite ones writes about uh, music and culture. Uh, I actually introduced a friend of mine who is a worship pastor and he writes the most, just a wonderful devotionals. So I was like, Josh, why don't you put this on Substack? So he, he started doing it and it's really impressive. One of the things I love about it, you can put the option where it will read post with an AI voice. And I usually listen to his devotionals on the way to work with the AI voice. So it's it's uh, it's doing well right now. A lot of people are using it. And it's something I want to experiment with and see uh, how it will do. Some people are serializing their novels as well. I love it. That is good advice. So we want to congratulate you on all you are doing. And for those who want to reach out to you, build you know more author friends those who want to befriend you <laughs> where yes. can we find you sure well my website is dalemafood.com or rockstonepublishinghouse.com and uh, you if you sign up for like t- to get a free book you know, four free chapters of the book you automatically get on my email list i maybe once or twice a month i try not to you know fill people's email box and whenever I come out with a new short story, which I've done several of them, I usually post it for free on there. So you get a, get a copy of that. Uh, other than that, I'm on 
Instagram, Facebook, TikTok um, with Dale Mafood author. That's how you'd reach me. And of course, through my website, you can always email me as well. Got it. And I met you on Instagram. So I want to uh, say continue being out there because I love what you're doing. And I, I can feel the passion oozing from you as it relates to authorship. And as Chronics would say, do it for the love and not for the likes. Do it for the love of it and continue writing. It has been such a joy talking with you, Dale. Thank you for coming on the show and all the best. It's been a blessing. Thank you for having me. All right. I trust that that interview inspired you and you're able to walk away with some useful tips and strategies to help you on your author journey. Remember to check out Dale's books at dalemafood.com or dalemafoodauthor. You can follow him on Instagram and and check out especially his page on his website about getting book reviews. That is a very useful resource and something that we can pattern. So thank you for listening to the podcast. Share this episode with your friends. Let me know in the comments on YouTube how this episode has helped you and remember to subscribe and help me get my first 1,000 subscribers for the Entrepreneur Secrets channel. Ta for now. Until next time.